Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jake. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. I made a promise to our next guest to announce him a certain way coming back from break. Whoa. So, as you know, we are joined. We, are joined, we, have, a, we have a guest every Tuesday, same time, about 7.30. And usually, it's just Robin Washington. But today, it's, it's Mr. 5-1 Giants fan, Robin Washington, Husker Online. Good morning, Robin. How about those G-men? Boy, it sure feels good to be introduced that way. It's been a <laughs> long, long, long time since I've actually felt good about the New York Giants this far into October. So uh, it, it feels good, man. I was sitting with Rob at a bar in, a, in Chicago airport, in the Chicago airport, and the Giants came on. He is, he is like, he's extremely serious about this, like you are with the oh, Dolphins. Oh, yeah, well, I get it. It's very similar. I get it. Yeah, yeah Jake understands. Oh, I, I fully get it. Like mood <laughs> swings. Like mood. I noticed your mood. Rob, when they were trailing, um, they were trailing in that game, right? Yep. Oh, they were down twenty to ten. Uh, they were down by ten. Yeah, they points. were. They were down ten. Yeah. It, it was. Uh, it was scoreless at the end of the half or the quarter. That's that's all we saw. But uh, I was following it on Twitter from the plane. Right. It was very stressful. Yeah, and at one point I said something that was very cold. What'd you say to Robin? <laughs> What'd you say to him? I said, what is the deal? Are the Giants getting it handed to him? Oh, boy. Oh, and I don't think he liked that. Rob didn't like that. Listen, yeah, no, no, normally, I'd be like, yeah, they're down 23 already. I turned the game <laughs> off. So just, but now, they're actually competitive. So, yes. it's a lot more stressful. Giants look good to me. What, what little I saw. I like the look. They look good. They beat the Packers and Ravens back-to-back games. Hello. That's that's no easy task there. Watch out. The few, the few few MVPs knocked off the perch there. Yeah, no biggie. Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, back-to-back. It's pretty good. And one of those was on foreign soil in London. How about Absolutely. that? How about that? All right, Robin. Uh, you were in West Lafayette, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Loses to Purdue 43-37, but Trey Palmer was unstoppable in that ballgame. Nebraska now has a bye week upcoming. They play Illinois next week. I- I'm curious, what to you – is is the biggest topic of this bye week? What's what's the conversation that we should be having this bye week ahead of Illinois next week? Well, like Mickey said, can they get healthy? I think is right up there with with everything. They're dealing with a long list of significant injuries um, mm-hmm. on both sides of the ball. Actually, all three phases when you had Brian Buschini in there. Um, so, I mean, for them to be able to close out this uh, you know final stretch here after the the second bye they need either guys on the field and you can't be without your your two starting inside linebackers and um be down um on the offensive line that's already struggling and we need your full complement of options to to even have (laughs) have a chance there um you need your running backs uh, you know beyond anthony grant who um looks like he needs some help uh carrying that workload 
you need other guys to be available and, and step up. And so you just go down the list of, um, you know, Travis Volkolek kind of nursing the, that foot injury that I still think is, has been bothering him since Ireland. Uh, and so, I mean, uh, just, just go down the list of, of all the things that, um, the nicks and, and bruises that are, you know, everybody's dealing with it right now, but Nebraska has some pretty, um, important players that are either, on the shelf or battling through some stuff. So I think just getting healthy over these next two weeks is as critical as anything. And then beyond that, um, you know, can they find a solution for the offensive line? Um, they again experimented and reshuffled up front. Um, a lot of that had to do with Brock Bando not even uh, traveling, but, um, you know, Bryce Benhart played guard and tackle. Hunter Anthony started to tackle. Uh, so, I mean, they, they're trying everything they can with that personnel. Um, are they going to be able to, to figure something out? That they struggled early in the first half with that that grouping, but it seemed like they found something at least that worked a little bit better after halftime and were able to move the ball pretty effectively uh, in the second half. Did they did they find a, a grouping or a rotation that um, might finally work that they can they can hang their hat on off- offensively? So those are probably the two biggest things for me: get healthy and try to figure out something sustainable on that offensive line. Is the Reimer injury the most important one we're dealing with here? It's certainly up there because you could have made the case that before he got hurt, he's their best defensive player just with the way that he was grading out mm-hmm. um, on pro football focus. I mean, he was excellent in coverage. Uh, and you saw when he went out, Purdue was able to go all day on those dink and dunk routes over the middle, especially to the tight end that, you know, that that's the route Luke Reimer covers. And so, um, yeah, he, he's up there. Uh, they, their linebacker depth, not to, to Vaz credit and, um, you know, even Ernest Hausman who, who stepped up and played okay. Um, you know, there, there's a drop off there, uh, between, uh, Reimer and, and everybody else in that unit. So to, to have him not available, um, and then obviously Nick Henrich after that, uh, that put them in a real tough spot in the middle of that defense. Um, and you look ahead. They need those guys on the field against Illinois. Uh, they need those guys against Minnesota and Wisconsin and Iowa because uh, they're going to run the ball a whole lot better than what Purdue did. And they made Purdue look like Mike Allstott running out there with that third-string walk-on running back. So, uh, yes, I would put him right at the top, if not at the top, uh, of that injury concern list, just given the competition that they have coming up after the bye, and then just Luke Reimer's importance to that defense. Robin Washett joins us from HuskerOnline.com. Robin, as we were walking back from the from the stadium, Ross 8 Stadium, Saturday night late to the to the Union – was it the Union Club Hotel? Is that where we stayed? Something like I that. I believe so. Yeah. You said something very interesting, and that is Nebraska fans don't even – I'm paraphrasing. Correct me if I'm wrong – that they don't even it they're battling how to deal with that loss like it's they almost feel disappointed and encouraged simultaneously is that is that accurate yeah it was it was a, kind of posing the question of like how do nebraska fans feel right now are they more upset with a loss uh, in a game that you know they had a chance to win on the road that uh could have put them in great position to to make a push at a bowl game and even stay competitive in the big 10 west mm-hmm. Uh, or are they encouraged that they were able to be in that game, uh, considering where this season was uh, a month ago? 
uh, you know, as the progress has been made to where they were actually in a position to win that game, good enough to, um, I guess, supersede the disappointment of not being able to win it. And so I, th- I think we asked that during our uh, post game show, and I was looking at uh, the comments being posted, and I think the majority of people that answered said they were more encouraged. Now, there's still obviously a level of disappointment, especially considering the way Nebraska lost that game, um, but. Still, I think that the, you know, maybe, maybe listeners can chime in on this as well. I'd like to just hear more input on this, but I think by and large, the consensus is um, that there's more reasons to be encouraged about where Nebraska is right now than discouraged just because of how bad things were, like I said, just just a month ago. Keep it right there then, Robin, because that's Mickey Joseph now is four games in as head coach. He's two and two. Uh it is time as head coach. I'm curious, is it a win total he has to get to by the end of the season at this point, or, or what does it, what will it take for him to get the full time job? Yeah, I mean he's, he's got to win. Um, you know, especially with uh, the, the games coming up. Um, beating Iowa goes a long way. Beating Wisconsin goes a long way. Um, Minnesota, I'll throw that one in in there as well, because just because it hadn't happened in a long time, so um, he's, he's got to win. Um, Six wins, obviously, to, to get to a bowl game would be significant um, to his case uh, to, to, to make that push. But, you know, I, I still think that there's something to be said for the optics of how this season finishes um, and then just the, the feeling within the locker room. Um, you know, if, if there's the players are still fighting and competitive and, you know, they're in every game. Um, and, and then, of course, obviously, if they – they win a few of these, uh, especially against those teams I mentioned. Does that make a difference? Mm-hmm. Um, not only Trev Alberts, um, but not only to the fans, but to the players in that locker room. Is there going to be a push within the the, the players to keep Mickey? Um, oh, if, if they fully buy into what he's selling, mm-hmm. um, maybe they're going to be the ones that step up and say, we, we want to keep this going. Uh, so I think that's a very intriguing factor that is going to go into play here where – you know, I don't, I don't know if there's a X win total that he has to get to in order to, to have a chance to keep the job, um, but I think that just, just what this season looks like as it finishes is going to be just as important. Uh, just you know, and, and just the, the feeling within that locker room um, is, is going to go a long way as well in, in determining this decision. You know what else is going to go a long way towards determining Nebraska's success or whatever happens is Trey Palmer. Mm-hmm. What do you expect from Trey Palmer in the final five games? Trey Palmer <clears throat> leads the nation with 781 receiving yards. Does Nebraska have enough around Palmer that, uh, that would allow him to keep thriving? Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well, you know... I think as Mickey said, or it was Mickey or Casey, I can't remember, said that you know defenses has already prioritized Trey Palmer on their scouting report. Like everybody knows that he's he's the go-to guy in that passing game, and yet he's still been able to do what he's done. But I think that performance 
in West Lafayette, um, it's going to open some eyes even wider around the conference to where uh, <laughs> defenses are going to know that you better stop Trey Palmer because um, if you don't, he will you know, have a chance to, to lose you the game um, just because he is that dynamic of a player. Uh, so I'm very curious to see how much other teams prioritize him um, with with their game plan, how much he's double covered now, how much the safety's over the top on him, and uh, you know just how much of an effort is being made to take him out of the game to where somebody else does have to step up. And then that goes to your question: is who is going to do that? Um, is it Marcus Washington? Is it Travis Volkolek? Um, you know, is it Anthony Grant or, or who else is going to be able to capitalize on the attention that I have no doubt uh, will be paid to Trey Palmer? to help um, you know, balance out that offense to where it's not just close your eyes, throw the ball downfield to Trey, and hope he makes a play. Um, you know, that, that worked against Purdue, uh, but that's going to be a lot harder, especially as the, the defenses improve um, going forward on the, on the rest of the schedule, you know, including next time out against Illinois, who has one of the better defenses in the entire conference. So that, that's going to be critical. Um, Trey has emerged as an all-conference-level player, but you need somebody else. Um, and in order to win these games you have coming up, you need other players to step up and take advantage of the opportunities they are going to have with the attention that's going to be put on stopping Trey Palmer. So that's, um, I don't know who that's going to be. Um, I think I, I listed off a couple guys that I think are prime candidates to be able to see bigger workloads. But, you know, again, none of them, I mean, maybe outside of, of Anthony Grant, have been able to have performances anywhere close to what Trey Palmer did uh, last Saturday. Robin, always good stuff. Thank you for the time. We will chat with you again next week. Absolutely. Sounds good, guys. See you later. Oscar Online's Robin Washit. You know what can happen this time of year? What? Wild cards. You know what can you know what you know who has fresh legs and is super fast, Jake? Fresh legs and is super fast. Mm-hmm. Rob Mayer Johnson. Yes. Well, you saw the draw. I did. You saw the late game he draw where he went 17 yards. How about Ramir Johnson a little late season surge? How about that? I could see it. How about maybe getting Logan Smothers out there a few times? Why not? In relief of Casey. Let How about run. Yeah. How about Oliver Martin a little bit more? Yeah. Didn't mention Oliver Martin. Oliver Martin can beat you downfield. He's had some nice deep balls. Yeah. But if you're putting too much attention on Trey Palmer, Oliver Martin will beat you on the other side. They got some weapons. Get it to them. Yeah, they got weapons. They do. That's why we're talking about him still. Volklek's a good player. Weapon. Not not, not a deep threat necessarily. Weapon. He's in the middle of the field. Third down. He's tough. Third down. Throw it to him. He gets open. Let's play the game show. Give us a call right now at 464-568. Five your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. I think you won yesterday. I did. You won. Yeah, you won. 22-9. and nine. Yes, on a heater. The heater is still going. Today's topic, NFL defensive backs. What teams do these players play for? Really random. Safeties or cornerbacks? Really random. Well, that random's good. Uh, if you know your NFL de- defensive backs, call us up, 464-5685. Shut up, simple starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. 
Call now to play 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. I know it's a bye week, but don't be scared. There's still bagels on the line don't here. Don't be scared. Trust me don't on this one. Don't be scared. Sip said he doesn't feel good about this no. one. NFL defensive backs currently playing. This is not your heyday of the 70s or 80s. These are current players in the NFL. What teams do these players play on? Time has elapsed on me. We have an open line for you. I know it's early. It's a bye week. You're probably not even thinking about football right now. Because, oh, yes, you are. Because it's a bye week. Yeah, you're thinking about football. We're thinking about football. Thinking about the Dolphins get back on track. I'm really thankful for football. You should be. Oh, by the way, NBA starts today. Regular season. Today? Hello. I would never have known unless two, you told me that. Two games tonight. Don't know the games, but there's two. That's my that's my level of interest. I, I didn't know that. NBA regular season begins today. Okay, we have a caller. If you can hear us, who do we have here? Uh, Dylan. Dylan. Thanks for calling in, Dylan. How do you feel about it? NF- you got a Sixers Celtics and then Warriors Lakers tonight. Oh. Dylan, say that again, please. You have um, the Sixers at the Celtics and then the uh, Lakers at the Warriors. Whoa. Okay, Sixers, Celtics, Lakers, Warriors. That's, there's some intrigue there. Okay. Well, he, he, there you go. Yeah. I, I, Thank you, Dylan. I guess I should have NBA I feel all right. trivia. I feel all right. Okay. Feels good. He's watching the NBA tonight, but today the topic's NFL defensive back. So first question goes to you, Dylan. Here we go, Dylan. What NFL team does defensive back Marlon Humphrey play for? This is for you, Dylan. Jaguars? Jaguars. He's not on the Jags. Sip, do you want Marlon Humphrey? No. That'd be the Baltimore Ravens for Marlon Humphrey. Okay, sip four. Where'd he play college ball? I think he went to Florida. Okay. I think. Don't quote me on that. Uh, okay, sip four the lead. What team does defensive back A.J. Terrell play for? Oh. He went to Clemson, i tell you that much. Oh. Well, you that. thank you for the hint. That um, doesn't give you any hint. i just tell you where he went to college. Terrell. A.J. plays for... Oh, cool. I mean, I... Five seconds. That's a Falcon. Okay, Falcons. I don't know uh, where you got that from. Uh, good job, Tim. Yeah, thank you. How'd you pull that one out? I, I know Clemson helped me. That, does, that shouldn't have helped anybody. It helps. But I apologize to Dylan. All right, Dylan, for the tie. Yeah, you gave me a hint. There. Your last question. I appreciate that. Dylan, what team does defensive back Kendall Fuller play for? <laughs> Detroit Lions? Oh. Not the Lions. Sip, you don't have to take this one. I think I pass. Okay, that'd be the Washington Commanders. Mm, tough one. What are you going to guess there? That's tough. Uh, I was going to guess Seattle. That would be incorrect. All right, for the win, but if you miss this, uh, Dylan can steal and go to the tiebreaker. Oh, right God. What team does defensive back Jeremy Chin play for? Okay. Um, Chin with two N's. C-H-I-N-N. Any other hints for me? No. His name is Jeremy. That's a hint. Jeremy Chin. Oh, I think I should know this. Oh. Five seconds on Jeremy Chin. What Panthers. What the, what the, what's going on? The two questions that I gave you were not <laughs> gimmies by any reason at all, any meaning. Nope. I, I don't understand. Osmosis. I don't understand what's happening. I watch highlights. 
That's an impressive win. Uh, Dylan, thanks for calling in. We'll get you back on the coffee, but calling down the road. Thank you. I'm just, right, I'm just again, this this is another moment where I'm kind of stunned and speechless. You know, I don't get surprised very often. I, I'm, a, I'm, the a fact sport, you got, I'm a sports writer. The fact you got A.J. Terrell and Jeremy Chin. I'm a sports writer. Text line is going to be going crazy. Say, what the hell? Well, and, I think we better update. I mean, I got to check the record. I, frankly, I don't, I don't understand what just happened. Yeah, you sell me short a lot. I wouldn't have got those questions right. Yes, you would have. No, I would not have got A.J. Terrell for sure. Jeremy Chin possibly. Hey, you would have got Chin. Terrell, you gave me a big hint. I don't, why is that a hint? Because I watch the draft every year. I do watch the draft. You know that. I watch every single pick. You've got A.J. Terrell and Jeremy Chin. Tiebreaker. Okay. Do it. Since you've already won the game. I got, I got. 2-0 starts of the week. 23-9. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Marcus Peters is the NFL leader among current... Active defensive backs in their NFL career. Not all time, but current defensive backs. Get that? How many picks has he had in his eight NFL seasons? He leads all active players in interceptions. 40. 32. Oof. About four a year. Okay. That's pretty pretty good. good, actually. Yeah. I thought maybe he had one freak year. One freak. Here. You're freaking me out by getting Jeremy Chin and That AJ wasn't a Terrell. bad guess either, by the way. No, it wasn't. I didn't say it was a bad guess. Mm-hmm. Thank you for p- patting yourself on the back. You're welcome. It's usually my job for that. But you're you're rattled. Well, I, I'm rattled because I didn't expect you to get both those questions right. I wasn't going against you today, but I said those you probably had the tougher of the of the four. You've been a little rattled lately. What were you rattled about last week? Oh well, you well gun- you were definitely rattled when Tua's situation was, I was happening. Yeah, well, rattled. I was rattled on Friday when you got the villains right. I mean, you got mm-hmm. Jason Voorhees, mm-hmm. you got mm-hmm. you got Ghostface, which I about fell out of my chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was rattled. You've been surprising me on the game show. Well, I've told you, I've felt embarrassment in the past because I'd check out, just regarded the game show as a break in my day. And then it got to the point where I, it was embarrassing. You know, when you're 20 games under, you it's embarrassing. You couldn't look yourself in the mirror, could you? Well, it's hard driving home sometimes. <laughs> I'm such a loser. Hey. I suck. I mean, it's just a matter of locking in. Well, you locked in and got Jeremy Chin and A.J. Terrell. Very impressive. I'm going to look. I'm going to double check this record. It might be 24 and 9. Okay, we'll check. The spillover with Raf is next on Early Break in the Ticket. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.